F-Y-F-T. Find your fucking thing. That's what this episode's about. This is me and JP, who was on our episode on depression, and we're just sitting there and talking and learning about his business, and then just learning about what it means to find that thing that you're truly passionate about. Um, I expected to just have an episode where I was talking to JP about his business, but then he ended up actually helping me understand a couple of things about what we're doing and just the different things in my life. And so it was really, really awesome. And I was truly inspired after uh, having this talk with JP. And so I hope that the content that we go over in this episode is beneficial to you guys. And if you guys have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. And uh, I'd love to have any of you all on an episode with me and we can talk about whatever thing you're passionate about. So enjoy this episode and provide feedback if you like it. All right, see ya. All right. I think we're on. Yeah. Yeah, sound looks good. I'm going to go ahead and swap these little mics here. So yeah, uh, thanks for coming, bro. I mean, we're, we're just doing another sausage making uh, episode, but uh, I just wanted to have you out here and just sort of see how things are, are going in typical sausage making fashion, you know, there's the shit is unedited. There's nothing. I'm literally going to save this and put it up. I mean, like that's it. There's no editing or whatever. I may like have a little intro thing or something before that, but there's really nothing to it. But, uh, I wanted to see how things were going, dude, like business and all that kind of stuff. I know one of the things that, that we shout out on our episodes is, is hefty lefty club work. So I wanted to know about that. And I think that this kind of falls in line with one of our, uh, concepts that we, it's not even a concept of ours, but like we had an episode on it, uh, a, a couple of months ago, it was FYFT, find your fucking mm-hmm. thing. And so, um, obviously you found your fucking thing. And so I want to know about that and maybe we can give some, you know, give our listeners just something to, to sort of think on when they have an idea. I think it, it would help out for me at least because I always have an idea about some shit I want to start. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, for sure, for sure. And so yeah. then it turns into like, okay, how do I execute? And that's kind of where I stop and then I go and do other shit. Or go and I wake up and then I go to work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You and don't then, leave that comfort zone. Yeah, it's, it sucks, man. Yeah. I'm, I felt like I kind of left the comfort zone like starting this. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is now... It's not. It's not that it's like... This is now my new norm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, I'm not saying like it's a bad thing, but like no, it's no. just my, I'm just like, all right, you know, Sunday, I wake up, uh, I start thinking about what kind of stuff we're going to talk about, and then at three o'clock, we go and record some shit. And then, you know, sometime during the week, I'll come up with something. It's just, it's no different than like, as much as, as I think that it's important, it's no different than like any other like thing that I do during the day. So like yeah. I'm, now I'm trying to find something different. And so I always think about like oh man I should like start a business or I should do something like that and then I always envy all the people who have started one so like it's cause you've got an active mind oh uh, that, that's what I hope it is no, that's my what wife it is. is like you just don't sit the fuck down yeah well <laughs> that could be it too I mean like Adderall is, is, is a real thing man. I heard it I heard it works wonders <laughs> for real so um, yeah tell me about your business man like what got you started into it so honestly it's it's actually um it's kind of funny. So I've been playing golf for God twenty something years. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, and so uh, ever since I was a a tiny hefty lefty, tiny I just hefty I lefty. just grew up to be a hefty. Lefty. <laughs> um, so um, I, my wife and I, uh, Jess, she was on the episode mm-hmm. before. Um, we were um, we went down to St. Augustine for um, 
for a vacation, and that's yeah. where the home of golf, like not the home of golf, that's where the the um, the Hall of Fame is for yeah. golf. Which is, I mean, there's not really, I mean, St. Augustine's okay, but yeah. like that was the whole reason why we're going down there. I want to go to the Hall of Fame, and Jess set it all up. She like set everything up because she knows like I'm addicted to golf. Yeah, like, it's either. Uh, you know, like hookers and cocaine or golf. So we chose <laughs> golf, you know? Um, so um, we got down there, and I've been following this guy on Instagram. Uh, Scott E. Golf is yeah. his name. And he's a he's an independent um, club maker on tour. So it's yeah. it's super on tour. rare. So that means, like, he travels around with the PGA Tour oh, damn. in his own bus. He's been doing this for years. Yeah. He just started Instagram, I think, last year. Yeah. And, um, and so, like, we were going down there, and I was like, ah, let's... Let's go find like a golf shop because I need at least need to buy something while I'm down here. Like I mean, there's left-handed stuff everywhere. Yeah. So we went to Jacksonville, and his bus was there. Oh. And, I, and she's like, and what we've been talking about me like doing something golf related, and she's like, I'm pretty sure this is a sign. Yeah. So after that, that's how like uh, I decided to get into the, doing the training and stuff like that. So I went up to Ohio. I got um I got trained and um. I just started the business. Like, it was one of those things. You got was, trained in what? Uh, to be a golfsmith. So, okay. um, it's general, like, club repair, um, advanced club repair, stuff like that. Like, um, I do a lot of, I find a lot of stuff on the internet, though. So, yeah. like, I, I just try to glean as much uh, knowledge as I can. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's, I mean, we're talking, I'm six months, no, I'm eight months old now. Like, yeah. I mean, the business is still relatively new. It's mostly by word of mouth. Yeah. So, a lot of people, um... It's just they're referred by somebody else. I don't do any advertising at all. So you don't go to like the country clubs and, and tell them that you do stuff? Um, or country, is that allowed? Or So the country clubs around here are very specific. Uh, there's already people that are there that are doing some stuff for them. Yeah. Um, not to like be on my own they shit. They suck. But not to be on my own <laughs> shit, but like um, I'm a little more advanced in my opinion. Do you uh, want to call their names out? So no. Can... Oh, Okay. The reason being is because, because you like, play there. No, not because of that, but because uh, well, a it's a competitive market, but also b um, if you're not doing a good enough job, you don't need to know their name. You need to know my name. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, but I mean, honestly, like um, I, I build a lot of really cool stuff. Um, uh, everybody I've built for has gotten a little bit better. That could be a placebo effect. Okay. But um, I'm gonna say that that was me. I'm yeah. just taking that just so I can yeah. sell it. How do you how do you modify these things and like? Oh, so it's really cool. So um, if if you take a golf club, it's got a grip, it's got a shaft, it's got a head. Yeah. Um. So what I mean, I'm, this sounds like sounds like normal anatomy, bro. I mean, I got a grip, I got a shaft, I got a head. I mean, yeah. Like, everybody likes the shaft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chicks You're like so the whole time. I'm just thinking about dicks while I'm working all, on That's them. all I'm doing, man. It's just shaft, shaft, shaft. <laughs> um, uh, actually, in the shop, sometimes like I'll be putting a club together. I'll be like. They say shafts a bad mother. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Oh my uh, god. I know it's. I know, man. It's terrible. Um, uh, but um, so what I do is like uh, I'll take them apart and then um, uh, I'll build them to their specifications if yeah. they want them um, uh, over standard, under standard, like whatever, like they want. Um, I always try to make them look really good. So um, I get like uh, really nice ferrules. I try to make sure like the grips match the ferrules. I like to make sure that it looks good because. Um, even if you're going to play like shit, you're going to look good doing it. Yeah, man. It's it all about looks. looking good. Yeah, man. man. I mean, because yeah. the shoes have to match the purse. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like, that's what yep. it is. So um, everybody looks good. Like, I, I never try to put a club out that is not going to be something that I would actually play. Okay. So. That's pretty cool then. So, like, all right. So you, you, got, the, you got the certifications and all the training or whatever to be able to learn how to work on these things. Like, 
talk about your first your first sale, like your first customer. Uh, so the first customer, it's kind of funny because like I'll, I did a bunch of stuff for my buddies. Yeah. Like, I mean, so that's not really a sale. Yeah, anymore. yeah. Um, but the first customer was probably the hardest build I've ever had. Really? Um, the reason being is because he wanted something that is outside of like general, um, mm-hmm. like general play. Like most people want like something around standard or something. And this guy wanted them cut down like something fierce. So like I had to buy extra tools to do all this stuff, like to swing weight. I'm like, it was, it was a pain Dang. in the ass. The first one, like, so it sounds like you lost money off of this. No, no. One. I only made like, I only made like maybe like 25 bucks after <laughs> everything. But the thing is like, I worked on them like, cause what I have to do is I have to acquire whatever they want. So if they want shafts and grips and stuff like that, then once it comes in, I assemble and stuff like that. But, um, he wanted a very specific thing. And, um, I can say I learned a lot from that about pricing, but also yeah. um, about, um, in my opinion, I, I, I learned a lot about how to um, to work with the client a lot better to get what they want. Yeah. Um, because sometimes some requests are absolutely outrageous. Yeah. I think that's one thing that a lot of people who like want to start their own business that they struggle with. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like, especially, well... If you start from a place where it's like, you may not have a shitload of money to get started. Sure. When you start talking about pricing yourself and talk and telling someone mm-hmm. like how much your prices are, the one thing that I think gets a lot of people in trouble is they're just like, I mean, like I'm like thirty bucks. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, You'll price sure. yourself so low because you don't want to like insult them. And I think the big thing for a lot of people's kind of, and and maybe it's one of those things that you figure out while you're finding your thing is like. I think part of your thing is your value. Yeah, so this is something that um, I I struggle with a lot because yeah. I like I genuinely enjoy yeah doing what I do. I like people say like it's being a craftsman. Like I'm I'm not building a fucking house. You know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah. Like, I'm I'm just doing something I really like. I'm doing something I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So um so like the value to me is seeing what other people can do with what what I've created. Like that's the value to me. Like. Um, but it's kind of funny because um, I think it also it depends on how much you value yourself. Okay. Because the thing is, like, if you like if you don't value yourself that much, then you're not going to value what you're doing that much either. Sure. So I think some people kind of struggle with that because at some point you are not going to be just yourself. You're going to be part of the company. So now you have to value the company and yourself together. Yeah. And it's really hard to separate, you know, that idea of separating church from state. It's really yeah, yeah. hard to separate that. Yeah. So um, it's been, it's been kind of a learning curve, but like also my prices in what I do, I did a market research uh, around here uh, ah, to find smart. out is like what the going rate is for the stuff that I can do. And then the stuff that I can do that they can't even market um I put prices to that because I want to be reasonable because I think that golf in its own right is very unattainable for a lot of people mm-hmm. because, I mean, it is a predominantly, like, rich white guy thing. Yeah. And so, like, I don't agree with that. So yeah. I try to make it a little more um, a little more reasonable for the everyday kind of player. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I don't keep any inventory. I order everything on demand. That That's keeps cool. my overhead low. Yeah. Like, practically zero yeah yeah so i mean like that really helps out a lot some people are like oh, i don't want to wait but 
I think it's better if you can wait because then you can get a better price. Like I can undercut most places just by finding a better deal. If it's eBay, if it's if it's a, a, a manufacturer that I go through, stuff like that. But I always try to find a better deal because I'd much rather people pay to play golf than just to buy equipment. Okay, that makes sense. You know, one thing that I wanted to to talk again about is when you were talking about like finding your value and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. As a consumer, one of the things that I felt like I got good at was finding people who were really good at doing stuff but didn't have much confidence because mm-hmm. I can I I know that if you if you come at them with like this is what I want and you ha- like exude like a type of confidence and or something like that they will almost and it's it's I don't know where I, I think it was I think it was a book on what they call like conversational jujitsu or whatever but like nice. but it was about like when you sort of exude that confidence mm-hmm. people you can literally control how a sale you can control how a a, a conversation mm-hmm. goes you know and it's kind of fucked up but it's just like there and if I like you enough I'll be like hey that's that's too cheap like are mm-hmm. you sure I'll ask that question yeah. but other people I'm just like Okay, sounds good. Here's this, you know. I had, you know, I had someone come through and do some work uh, in, in my house, and I was just like, I knew that they were they were new to it. And now, if I were to have them do it again, because they've gotten bigger and stuff like that, I'd be like, whatever price you pick. But sure. like, to to paint all my, who knows if they're listening to this shit or not. <laughs> but like, they painted like our entire like in like living room, mm-hmm. kitchen, like the whole damn thing, and they did it all for. Like something like a thousand dollars. That's not like, bad, man. That's cheap as yeah. fuck to have some bad, like man. for me to not do it, you yeah. know, and for someone else to do that stuff. I mean, and they, and they put up new crown molding. Ooh. They put up like all like cut everything custom yeah. and all that kind of shit. And I knew that like he was good, but he just wasn't sure of himself as sure. far as that stuff. And so I was just like, yeah. And I think a lot of people who who are new to a business or, or they may lack that confidence, they can sure. easily get burned out of a business because they'll feel like they're not making any money. For sure. Because they'll just like underprice themselves so much. And they think that they're doing a good thing by like undercutting their competition. But it's like their competition understands that they want nice shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like for sure. They got goals and stuff like that that they want to like achieve. And you can't do that by charging nothing to yeah to get some stuff done and so it like i struggle with that a little bit because um i understand like because i'm all labor like yeah. my profit is only on labor it's mm-hmm. not really on materials because if you think about it like it's going to cost them the same amount of money i just have the connection like, yeah i'm just the middleman on that i'm not going to take a cut on that but what i'm going to make profit off of it is is labor because i am that labor yeah so the thing is for me is that like i'm not going to spend um, I'm not going to spend like, I'm not going to spend hours and hours and hours on something that's literally not going to make any money. Mm. But the thing is, if I can throw a bunch of grips on and, and, and charge little to no money, at least I can get my name out there a little bit more. So the idea would be that like, when I started doing this stuff for my friends, I was like, listen, I don't want any of your money. Some of them obviously threw me something. But the yeah. thing is, I didn't want any of their money because the thing is, I had free advertisement when they went to a golf course. Because mm-hmm. literally, they'd be like, damn, man, who did that? Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I that's what I wanted. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you have to give a little to get yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, sure. So. It's definitely that exposure versus 
I don't know, versus income or something like sure. that. And uh, but I would one hundred percent struggle with that shit all the time. I mean, even even when I was younger, I mean, we had a. Um, uh, I mean, I've I've tr- tried my hand at multiple business stuff. You know, I would do like computer repair, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, and I would charge. For the longest time, it was like twenty something dollars an hour. Really, and I I do some like, because I was getting I was getting first of all I worked in an IT department, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like, there was just constant knowledge, and I had access to all sorts of resources to help you know fix the machine, and so I would do that and charge so little, you know, and then it got up to like thirty dollars an hour, you know. But as I started building that value, I was like, look, bro, it's like seventy five dollars for me to go over there. And then it's $50 an hour yeah. after that, you know? And then I got to a point where it's like I started to value my time more than I did the the actual work. And then I kind of mm-hmm. just stopped doing it. Yeah. Except those there are some people that it's like if I like you enough, you'll still pay. Like, But I just have this thing where it's like my time is just worth more. You know, I, I, just I agree of, with that. I've just built, I, I've understood my value and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm but saying? But you, you understand your value not only in the business, but you understand your value as a person. Yeah. So like your time yeah. is way more important. And, and, it, and because of that, like I'm more inclined to do something for free. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm just like, this just feels like it's like nothing. It's no problem for exactly. me to knock something out. You know what I mean? Especially like um, if, like if somebody... If, if it's somebody that I know for sure, they're yeah. like, hey, man, like, can you throw some grips on? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to charge them. Yeah, Especially yeah. if I know them. Yeah. Like, if I know man, like, you're definitely getting charged yeah. for the price. If it's a huge inconvenience, if you make it an inconvenience for me. Oh, yeah. Or, it, like, the biggest thing for me, when it, especially when it came to, like, computer repair post-finding my value, mm-hmm. was when you gave me a deadline. Oh, yeah. That's when true. I was like, all right. Yeah. Because I plan to sit in my, you know, sit in my boxers and eat Cheetos off my belly like yeah. tonight. But now I got to work on your shit. Yeah. Like, especially, especially when people, because I think sometimes they value their stuff or yeah. their their items. Yeah. Um, or themselves over you. Cause, yeah. Because the thing is, like, I have had a few people call and they'll be like, "No, I need it done today." I'm like, "Well, I'm sorry." Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not really sorry yeah, because, yeah. like, I don't keep inventory for this reason. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, like. I take a bigger risk if I have inventory. Yeah. Because the thing is, like... They may not use it, or they may not buy it. Yeah, so, like, so I got on this kick now where, like, if somebody wants something to lock them in to getting the work done, I make them pay for the uh, material up front. Mm -hmm. The reason being is, A, I'm not going to risk my own business's money at this point. And also, I don't want to get stuck with something that is very specific to this singular person. Yeah. And I've got to try to sell it or return it. Mm -hmm. And it's usually, like, impossible. Yeah. So... I'm just saying, if you want this work done, we're going to get you committed. If not, you can just take the stuff and take mm-hmm. it home and it can sit in the corner. But I'm not taking that risk. Yeah. But yeah. I think a lot of it is some people value themselves or clients value themselves over you because, like, I mean, like, I'm kind of the help at that point. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm yeah, doing man. the work. Yeah. Like, I have someone that's uh, coming to build our our deck they're going to expand our deck to where it like wraps around the pool and all that nice. kind of stuff and it's someone that like i respect a whole lot mm-hmm. and like i remember the initial quote was like super super cheap you know what i'm saying and i was just like hell yeah let's yeah. do it you know it's probably just material wasn't it? it wasn't even that i mean it was just like oh we can do it all for you know it was it was under it was under two thousand dollars and i was just like really fuck out of here I was yeah. Like, hell yeah you know but we got the the actual quote, and this is just like the other day, and it like more than doubled, you know what I'm Ooh. saying? But 
I respect the dude that much because I, I know that I know the work that they put into the stuff that they do. Mm-hmm. And like as someone who has recognized their value and I see someone who's been like, no, nah, this is actually what I'm worth. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I can almost like, I won't flip out about like such a, like, I don't want to even call it a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Such a realization. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I think sometimes too, whenever you're in a business and you get excited about doing some work for someone, it's very easy to like say, oh yeah, I'll do it for this much, like right there on the spot just because mm-hmm. you get excited. Sure. And then you realize like, oh fuck, this is actually going to like take a lot more than, yeah. than this, you know? I mean like with that, with that first client build that I did, like I did not know mm-hmm. that like, cause he, cause the thing is like his description was like, Hey, I just want these cut down. Yeah. And so like, to get to the right swing weight. Like I had to do a lot of like old school stuff. Like probably they haven't done since like 91. Really? Like I had to do some like real, like I had to dig through these like books that I've got. Like I was like, how in the fuck am I going to get this done? Mm -hmm. And then like I got everything ordered. I got everything together, but it was just, I mean, it was an absolute pain in the ass. But the thing is like, that was a learning curve Mm -hmm. on my end because I think I should have been a little more specific trying to get details. Yeah. But the thing is like, it was my fault. Like sometimes estimates can go that way mm-hmm. one way or the other, but I mean, like, um, I definitely learned a huge lesson on that. So I can understand where like he's coming from, where he's yeah. like, given a number, yeah. But then you have to respect it because you're like, you know, like, damn, that is a lot of work. You know? Yeah, like, man, it's a lot of work that I don't want to do. Exactly, that's yeah. what it comes down to. Because I think anybody can do the stuff that I do. Like, um, it's not like I'm a rocket scientist. Yeah. But I think the thing is, like, I don't think people either a have the confidence or b have the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And um. I mean, I do have a lot of, like, very golf-specific things. Like, I've created some of the stuff that I use. Like, I, it's very golf-centric. Yeah. So, it's not like if I get into this, like, I'm going to be able to, like, just get rid of the stuff that I have. It's not yeah, like yeah. there's a lot more risk in it because sure. it's all golf-centric. Yeah. Like, when, did you, when did you realize that this was your thing? Honestly, you know what's crazy is I fought Jess. Uh, mm-hmm. I fought Jess on it for probably... Probably three months, man. I was like, really? I'm, not, I'm not doing this. Like, but she's like, she was thinking it was like so serendipitous that like we we were talking about this guy Scott E. Golf, mm-hmm. and like literally like we turned the corner to go to an Edwin Watts and his trucks there. Like, I didn't know it was there. Like, it wasn't like I was following his Instagram that much. I just liked the idea that he was an independent guy. Mm-hmm. Um, because because I don't like conforming to much, mm. and um, honestly, like. I fought her on that, and she's like, you know, like we should really do this. We should really do this. And so I signed up to get uh, to get trained in uh, Ohio. Um, there's a, a really good facility there, and um, that's like that's what it was. So I mean, honestly, like it took a lot of effort on Jess's part to talk me yeah. into it because I had a lot of questions of my yeah. ability. Well, yeah, and then on top of, I mean, and this is this is also like related to the the previous episode that you had on us, like how with us, like. How did you manage to balance that with like the depression that you had talked about in, oh. in the previous episode? Like, how does that shit work? Man, I'll be honest with you. By the way, we've had a lot of people been like, I love JP. No, like, well <laughs> a lot of people say that, man. Don't believe all the hype. I mean, like, let's just be honest. Like, um, I got a buddy of mine that uh Trent, he always says, yeah. like, man, he's like, You're really good people. I was like, you need to meet other fucking people. <laughs> yeah, it's like you need I'm to find some you need to find other people. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I, I respect what he's saying. It's just yeah. like, as my therapist would say, I should how did she say it? I should say, thank you for seeing me that way. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's man, pretty good. I'm trying to work my fucking therapy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's really difficult because, it's funny because like, um, 
like you all say in your podcast, like you're letting go of the edge of the pool. Yeah. And the thing is, like, um, when you have depression, it's not like you've got water wings on. Like, you got weights. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm just trying to tread water and keep yeah. my head above it. Um, but, bro, you seem like when you talk about this, you seem like you come alive, dude. Well, you know what's funny is because, like, it's – I know it sounds really bad, but it's the first thing in, in my life yeah. that I am I feel like I'm decent at. Really? Like, actually, I take that back. I'm really good at talking shit. Like, yeah. that is – I'm up there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in the upper echelon. Yeah. Uh, talking shit, uh, playing golf, I'm okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I could hold my own. Um, but honestly, like, this is the first thing I've come into where I actually feel like I'm, I'm good at it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm decent and um, and I'm making some sort of difference. Um, hopefully. Yeah. So that's so. I guess you you are able to balance it just fine then. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the depression's always going to be there. So, like, um, what I do is like I just like. I don't want to call it flow state because I know you get a hard on over flow yeah, state. Yeah, dude. I'm, I, I'm like, half chubbing right now, like, homie. Um, <laughs> man, I've been chubbing since I got in here. Um, <laughs> so um, uh, I think the thing is like it's almost like I'm in flow state. Like yeah. I'll straight up throw on like um, – I'm a Pandora guy. So yeah. I listen to like nothing but TI radio because yeah. it's all my down south. Yeah, that's what's up. Like that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, all man. the hard-hitting bass. All of it, show. Yeah. So I just throw like – I just throw it on in the shop, man. And yeah. like I just get in the zone. And like yeah. last night I took like – 25 minutes and it i assembled something for myself like it was it was a vanity mm-hmm. thing but i was really jazzed about it because okay. like i did it on a budget but also like it's dope as shit yeah so because of that like i just got in there i banged it out i'm like i was literally like time doesn't exist at this point yeah. like when you get in there like Sounds time like doesn't closer. man i'll be honest with you like it's the closest thing i'm ever gonna yeah. get to it because i mean like i can get in there and literally like lose hours that's what it is bro. so um you know I'll tell you a funny story. Yeah. We were talking about Jess working at the vet clinic that Mm -hmm. she works at. So one morning I thought she was going to work. It was a Saturday. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to really get in here and do some work. Not a buddy of mine. He had some clubs that needed to get done. Nothing crazy. I was going to schedule out maybe an hour, hour and a half, something like that. So Jess goes to work at like 6.30, probably around 8.30. Like I've had like a big old bowl of cereal. Like I'm good to, I'm good Mm -hmm. to go. Yeah. So I let the dog out. I go into the garage. I actually lock the door to the garage. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the door to the house, the apartment is locked. Yeah. So now I'm officially in this shop. Yeah, and I was like, well, you know, I was like, you know what, man? I was like, I'm gonna make uh I'm gonna make something out of this. I'm actually gonna like get these clubs done. So about an hour and a half later, I'm just standing there looking around like yeah. I can't fucking be in here this yeah. time. And then I got shit. Oh, and I was God. like, oh man, this is it's about to go down. Yeah. So like Jess gets out of work at 12, and I was like, hey, you need to come home as soon as you get off work. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes she'll go see my sister or something. And she's like, hey, what's wrong? I was like, listen, I was like, I just need you to come home. Mm-hmm. And she's like, is there an emergency? I was like, no, just come home. So she's on the phone with me. She's like, babe, really, what happened? I was like, I locked myself in the goddamn garage, and I'm thinking about <laughs> shitting in this Home Depot bucket right now. And she goes, she starts crying laughing, right? <laughs> yeah. So my wife, as much as I love her, yeah. she is... She's either your best friend or your worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Today, she was a little bit of both. Yeah. She comes home, bangs on the garage door, and is like, I'm here to save you. <laughs> and I was like, listen, open up this damn door. Yeah. I got to take a shit. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, like, we were at DEF CON 1. But, I mean, like, I hit flow state in yeah. a way in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I was def- like, I was focused. I was like, I got to get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking awesome. It's it's stupid, but it do, do you Do you worry about failing? 
Uh, so I think this is where depression really helps, man, because okay. like I feel like I'm a failure every day of my life. So wow. because so of in that, the business, you just it, you got nothing to lose. I've got absolutely nothing, man. Like you know, that's that's something that's really crazy to not really like it in, in, in terms of depression, but like one of the things that I I would tell like uh, my I coach football, right? Mm-hmm. So I would always tell that my players like the most dangerous person that you could ever fight is someone who's not afraid to get beat up. Mm-hmm. Like the most dangerous person in a war is someone who's not afraid to die, you know? And so in this thing, like the most dangerous player on the football field, is someone who's not afraid to lose, exactly. like they, you've got nothing to lose. And I think that a lot of people, whenever they are trying to find their thing, they're, they're scared of losing. And at the end of the day, it's like, your your failures i mean those are what tell your story to help you like get better or to help you get into something cooler you know what i mean and so <clears throat> i think that a lot of people you know obviously they they don't take chances on businesses or they don't take chances on sort of stepping away from the mm-hmm. you know from whatever norm that they're used to and dude it's fucking hard but like i i used to like when one of my really first like for real, like, this is a legit business. Like, I had my computer repair thing, right? Yeah. But, like, I remember it was maybe in, like, 2009. Me and a couple of friends, we started a grocery delivery business here in Bowling Green. Like, this is before motherfucking click list. Oh, this man. This is before, like, you're, all of you're it, You were right? ahead of the jump right there, Hell man. yeah, I was, dude. I, I Like, we made a website. You would go on. You would fill out, like, you would make your grocery list and all that kind of stuff. If you would I'd put known, your man, like I would have I would have got stoned as fuck and had you yeah. drive by, man. Bro, here's what we had people do. We had like we had kids that would buy groceries for their parents. Kids that lived out of state mm-hmm. would buy groceries for their elderly parents. Oh, that's like we had people like uh, like the there's a shelter for like uh, women that are victims of like domestic abuse and all yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. We were doing all their groceries because they couldn't get out of you know that the area. And so we were doing those folks. I mean, we had a bunch of elderly and all that kind of stuff. But Damn, like, man, you were doing the Lord's work right there, bro. Man. Yeah, and I was doing that shit while I had a full time job. So on my yeah. lunch breaks, I would be off going and doing grocery deliveries, yeah. or after work, I'd be going and doing grocery deliveries and stuff like that. And so it was, and it was fun because like we would see like uh, you get to know like Kroger employees, Walmart employees, for all sure. that kind of stuff because they just knew oh they're doing some grocery stuff for people. And it was cool because, like, you know, we had the whole tax ID. I mean, we were on the news, all kinds of shit, like, dude, you know. wouldn't that suck if that's how they got their idea? Ah, uh, like, yeah, dude. It kind like, of like, would be like, say, like, like, multi-billion dollar yeah, chance dude, here, man. It was, I mean, we were doing, but we delivered, we took it to your house. You know, I would, I had, like, this old elderly lady in uh, Oakland, uh, yeah, Oakland, can no. What's the place? Smith's Grove. Yeah. Don't I'll get over on Smith's Grove. Yeah, I know. Me. They're like, no, we ain't no. the same. Those motherfuckers get real serious yeah. about that, man. But I would drive all the way to Smith's Grove. And, you know, for those who don't know, that's probably maybe 20 miles away or something. like. Not 20. Glasgow's 30. So it's 15 miles away. It's You have to take the interstate. There's you different know what people I'm there than there are. Yeah, people. yeah, exactly. And so you would have to go for a good drive. And I'd be out there getting this lady stuff. And I, like, I knew exactly the type of she... Like, the type of butter she wanted. Oh. She was Land Lakes, everything. You know what I'm saying? And so it was real cool being able to do that. But, like, I felt like by having my job, like, it was hard to let go because there was that edge of the pool there the whole time. And I like to say that, like, 
the economy, it was, you know, 2009, the economy was like shit in the bed still. You oh, know what sure. I'm saying? And so, like, gas was up, and it was, it was like, almost $3 a gallon. And yeah. so, by the time I would go and do these deliveries, and I had a big-ass truck back then, you know, because I was like, I don't care. I'm going to do these for, for you know, these are my people. Yeah. I want to be able to help this town. And be, I use that as an excuse, you know what I'm saying? But if I wasn't scared to fail, if I wasn't scared to, like, let go of the edge of the pool, it would have been like, oh, sell the truck, you know? Quit your job. Go move in with your parents. Deliver the fucking groceries. You know what I'm saying? I can I can definitely see that. So this is my question to you: Was it because is it because of taking the L? Is that what it is, or is so, it or is it the is it this is it the secondary stuff? Is it? The I fact? think that I I felt like we had we had to stop and and like I took the L because there were just factors like that that came into play. Right? There was just like it. It would get to a point where it's like I would do these grocery deliveries for people, right? Mm -hmm. But with the prices that we charge, because these people needed it, dude. They needed it bad. But I'm in a truck that it costs like $80 to fill up. You know what I'm saying? And so by the time I do a delivery for you, like I might have made. Your margins are super low. Oh, my God. Like the company has their, you know, it's cut that it would make. And then I would probably make like. $12? $12? You know what I'm saying? So, and so it's just like, oh my God. But so the thing is, like, I think sometimes people look at, like, what a loss is. Yeah. And the thing is, like, that's not really a loss, man. Like, yes. Okay, so this is my thing is, like, I always look at it like this. Like, I've done a lot of dumb shit in my mm-hmm. life, man. Probably more than what most people have. Yeah. But the thing is that, like, it's not a complete loss because I have really cool stories. Yes. That are fantastic. That's right? the thing, though. So I, I no longer. And for, for a while, dude, it was almost like there was a bit of shame about like mm-hmm. about failing, you know what I mean? But it's and failure in your own eyes. It's failure in my own eyes. Yeah. Because it took a couple of years for me to be like, dude, that's like, that's a that's a scar, and I'm doing my air quotes, that mm-hmm. I wear proudly. Like, that tells the story, like, I took a chance, and I did sure. this stuff, and like, I went out there and, and put myself out there. You know, our, our team, we put ourselves out there and we did all these things because we saw something bigger. We saw, like, the community needed this stuff. You know what I'm saying? We, we didn't have the infrastructure and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But, dude, it was some ragtag shit and we were able to pull it off, man. But the man. thing is, like, A, it's a great story. But also the thing is that, like, you you pursued something. Yes. So the thing is that, like, I think a lot of people forget that pursuit because you never hear somebody talk about wanting to jump out of an airplane. Yeah. You hear people talking about jump, jumping, la- landing. You, you know, know what I'm saying like, successfully. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they don't have to be successful. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> they they talk about that part. They don't talk yeah. about everything that that it took to get to that point. Like being yeah. scared, wondering if you were good. You know, yeah. Well, am I going to live? Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Like, it, it's a lot of that stuff went like it was. It, dude, it took a lot of thinking and a lot of like. It, it, I remember too when we were before we were starting. And I would go and like run it by people. I wanted them to like it so much. Oh, you know for what sure, I'm saying? Sure. I wanted them to be like, "Oh, this is a great," uh, you know. But everyone will have objections about something like, "Well, yeah. how's this going to work?" And I'm like, "The fuck you mean? It's just going to work, man. Yeah, this is my sure. idea." You know what and, I'm saying? But see, the thing is, like, you exude so much confidence, and like, it had no place to go but up. The only thing yeah. that stopped you at that point that was what, ego for well, me. <laughs> well, because the thing is, like, it wasn't. It could have been that it wasn't growing fast enough. I mean, yeah. like, economy is always going to be there. Yeah. But the thing is, like, if 
I've, I've thought of this, especially like being in a small business. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, this bitch is a micro business. Yeah, yeah, small? yeah. But I think a lot of it for me is the idea that, um, like, if there's a will, you're going to find a way. Yep. And so for me, like, um, if I'm trying to build something or if I'm trying to work on something, like, it's very, obviously, very centric to what I'm doing. Yeah. But I think the thing is, like, I'm going to figure out a way to do it one way or the other. It yep. does not matter if it is... Um, something that is outside of my scope of mm-hmm. training, like I'll figure a way out. Yep. The thing is, like, I'm not afraid to fail because, like, I feel like a failure all the time. So the thing is, like, I have nothing else to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, from a person that has been depressed and suicidal, like, yeah. you got nothing else. You got like, nothing you know, else. Like, to, yeah. Like, I've always said that, like, I've never felt like I could hit rock bottom. And if literally losing my business is rock bottom, yeah. I've still got a bunch of cool shit in the garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I'm saying, like, so I'm not really out that much. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, I was more afraid of what people thought of me. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, because if I tell people that, like, I'm a golfsmith, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, what the fuck is yeah, that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, they're like mm-hmm. that, sounds like, that sounds like a childish dream. Mm-hmm. But... Like, if I tell people that I have, like, a stable job where I've got insurance and I've got income. I know, these dude. These motherfuckers are like, oh, good for you. And I'm like, man, fuck yeah. you. Like, I don't want to be, like, part of these sheep, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm just, I have a day job because yeah. that is that is paying my bills. Mm-hmm. But the day that I either hit the lottery mm-hmm. or I can start paying my bills with this job. Mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm out. Like, I'm, and yep. also, if my wife, like, starts making a lot of money or... Mm-hmm. She finds a man that'll support both of us. <laughs> yes, dude. And um, I'm good with that. 2019, bro. Anything's yeah, possible. Like, listen, man. like, listen. If he can pay the light bill, I mean, I'm <laughs> like, good. babe, you gotta give. You like, you have to. You have to help this family out. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Because I couldn't contribute. Like, if somebody offered me money, like, for sex and or like sucking a dick, like, I'm out, dude. I choke myself brushing my teeth. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's the worst, man. No, but you know the, um, it's what you said there about like having the job and all this kind of stuff. Like I want so badly when people ask like what I do, like, I don't, I don't want to say like, Oh, I'm a sales engineer for a care. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. I'm, I'm software, blah, 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 blah. You know, like I want to be like, man, I, I manage a podcast, you know, like so, I run this thing and so I, I struggle with that a lot because yeah. I don't want to be like, Hey man, like I'm a, I'm a golfsmith because so there's like, so many people that fuck it up for us. There's so many oh, people that like, sure, man. Oh, I've got a podcast and I'm like, yeah. bitch, no, you don't yeah. like, yes, you can get on there and you can like, okay. Okay. By definition, it is a, technically it is a podcast, but sure. like, I think that, and this is not, this is not ego for me here. Right? Like I, we're putting ourselves out there to be wrong or right. Like yes. we're putting ourselves out there to be burned at the stake, but it's the fact that like no everyone is just so concerned about looking good or being right or saying things properly like the only way that we're going to understand the right thing is by tripping on our feet. You know what I'm saying? It's sure. by saying the wrong thing. It's, or it's, it's by how you say- learn the most in Dude, life. Dude, like, yes. Where learn- did we forget about that? So this is a thing that like I'm not a huge fan of Tiger Woods. I love what he did for the for yeah. the golf community because mm-hmm. like he took it to a different level. Yeah. But he he's always had this mentality that like winning is what you should do. Yeah. Right? Like that's what you should do. Mm-hmm. So in his mind, he doesn't learn from winning. Yeah. He learns from losing. He learns from losing. And the thing is like if you learn from a loss, mm-hmm. then you're already a step ahead of everybody yep. else. Yep. Excuse me. So for me like I feel like every day, like I've done something wrong in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Like probably from like twelve on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, if the idea that I literally 
mm-hmm. lose all of my like all of the business today, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna be who I am. Yep. The difference is is I'm just gonna have shit in my garage and I can have mm-hmm. a really cool story saying, hey, this one time I yeah. started building golf clubs. Yeah. So the thing is like it's kind of like it's it's kind of freeing to take that risk. Yeah. But also the idea that like if I lose like I, I do worry sometimes that like I'm an embarrassment to my wife. Mm-hmm. But that's on like a personal level and on like a business level sure. because I mean like we've got a whole garage dedicated to yeah. being, like, building shit. Like, yeah. But the thing is that like Jess is always gonna love me. Like, mm-hmm. and I've got paperwork that says that she's gonna <laughs> yeah. do that. like I've got paperwork. She's gonna do that. Like, she wrote notes on your mirror. Yeah, yeah. She, we got. We were she gonna, writes those positive affirmations man, to you. That she's always like that, man. She's like, I'm so proud of you, and I'm yeah. like, fuck, like, I'm, I'm glad you are. Um, <laughs> But honestly, man, like, like she's always going to be there for me. So the yeah. thing is, like, I've always said this, like, even if everything collapses in my life, my wife and I are going to be the two happiest homeless people ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just because, like, I've got, I've got a support. Yeah. You know what I'm saying because the thing is, like, sometimes if you don't have that support, even if it's a friend, it doesn't have to be your significant other. It can be like a friend. It can mm-hmm. be somebody, as long as you got somebody to support you. Yeah. Like, man, like things are going to be okay. Like, yeah. You're going to make it. Yeah, that's the that again and. And that sort of leads into the whole, like, not being, or goes back to the whole theme of, like, not being able, not being afraid to lose. It's like when you have a constant there, when you have mm-hmm. someone that's just like, hey, I got your back, you know? It was that way with, I, I'm, I'm certainly not always like that with myself, mm-hmm. but I'm like that with people I care about. So, For like, sure. when my wife wanted to uh, stop what she was doing and go into nursing, she was like assistant director of missions at uh, one of the, it was like a private, not, it was like a for-profit college, you know, here in town, you know, so she did that stuff, and and it just wasn't her thing, you know, and then, and just, she had had other jobs and stuff, and and I was just like, dude, just, let's go, go to nursing, go and do it, don't be afraid, like, fuck it, let's do it, I mean, part of that was because, A, I grew up, first of all, my dad, you know, my parents were older when they had me. Mm-hmm. Well, my mom was. My dad was 40. My mom was 27, right? But we, I mean, we started late. I mean, mm-hmm. just life kind of just started late. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I grew up seeing my parents in school, just seeing them going and taking classes and having to take tests. Like most kids don't see their parents graduate. You know what I'm sure. saying? And so that was nothing to me. I was just like, oh, that's just what you do. You know, when I was younger, Dad had to leave for for a long ass time to work on his dissertation, and to be able to to do that, like I just understand that's like okay, that's what you got to do. If you have to be gone for days, or you have to be gone for this, or you have to sacrifice whatever, you just do it because there's this end goal that we all kind of understood. Yeah. Now, granted, there that's not to say that there won't be like backlash or not, you know, like some kind of collateral damage, just because you know. Kids are going to just miss, like, well, what the hell's dad? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But somehow, these dudes, or my dad and my mom, they found a way to make the games. They found a way to do that. They paid for it at night. You know what I'm saying? For sure. But, like, and then I also grew up seeing whenever things went wrong financially. Like, we didn't have money when we were growing mm-hmm. up. And so, when I would see the the letters in the mail for overdue bills, or when I would, ha- like, answer the phone call and... Some collection person is sitting there threatening my ass because, like, if I say mom, like, mom or dad yeah. isn't home, like, they're like, you really need to, you know what I'm saying? They'll yeah. scare the shit out of a kid, you know what I'm saying? And so, and then also, even, and I've said it on multiple episodes, like, seeing our car get repossessed and, like, 
dad explained to me like what exactly is going on. Like taking those type of L's, that shit made me borderline fearless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just like, ah, you know, if, if we don't have money, you know what I'm saying? Because if you fail, then you fail. You go back at it and try again. Because you saw it, you saw as a young man, you saw what looked like a failure. And, and most people probably say that, but also yeah. you were able to say, you were able to see that like life went on after that. Yeah. Like everything was okay. Yep. And I think the thing is like everybody, everybody's just on that cusp sometimes mm-hmm. of saying like, well, I want to do this. Like, I really have this fear. I don't want to say it's a fear. Like I'm used to like the idea of like, um, I'm used to the idea of thinking about mortality a lot. Yeah. Because I'm a depressed person. Yeah. I was like, so, cause you uh, want to kill yourself. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> like, and I used to make these really morbid jokes. Like, yeah. uh, but the thing is that like, if that's like, if death is the ultimate L, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like if you think about it, like, you you don't have any other chance to do anything else after that. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to die wishing that I've done something. Dude, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is that like, because the thing is like, sometimes I'm not really stable. Yeah. So if I, it like, if I'm not stable, I don't know, know that like the last thing is like, man, I missed out on doing a lot of other mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? So because of that, like going into like a small business, like that is something that is just about me and about something that I like, like it's okay, you know? Yeah. But the thing is like, at least... If I was to die tomorrow, not like not like I'm doing it, but yeah. I'm saying like if I was to die tomorrow, then honestly, like I can at least know that I've taken a chance. Yeah, you took and a like, chance. You tried. And yeah. and the thing is like, and if I fail, like I'm pretty much okay with it. Like, yeah. I'm. I mean, even if I don't get clients knocking down the door, like I don't have clients week in and week out. But yeah. I mean, obviously, it's because we're just past inception. You know, mm-hmm. like the thing is that like at this point. If I can get a few people to come in and I can become profitable, I mean, I guess technically I am profitable because like I've already paid for everything. It's yeah, like sure, sure. But the thing is like, I I guess the thing is like, if I get people to come in, that's cool. If not, I really like doing the shit on my own, like mm. and being able to do it for the people I care about. Like, yeah. my my best friend um, Trent, like he wanted to get into playing golf. And he was like, man, he's like, I want to get into it. I was like, fuck it, I'll build you something. Really? So like, I just built an entire set of clubs. Like, really? I still got to make some wedges. I'm sorry. Like, uh-huh. I, that's the only thing I've not got for him so far. But I mean, like, I built the irons. Um, I, I've worked on everything that he's got. So because of that, like, I have something that I can be a utility for somebody else now. Mm-hmm. Even if they just want to get started, like, he just want to get into the game. Like, he's in his late 20s, and, like, he's like, I really want to take it up. And I was like, man. I'll fucking hook you up. Like, yeah. granted, it wasn't the brand new, like, everything. But, I mean, like, it's built to him. It's built to his size. It's built to something that he can grow with, you know? I see. So, I like, see. That's, that's what I wanted to do. Dude, that's so freaking cool. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, oh, man, I wish that I can, I wish that I can just get up and just, just get started on whatever business, you know? And, by the way, you can hear my dogs chasing each other. They're being a bunch of assholes. I love right? it. I love it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I wish that I can just get up and start. And I and I think that that I did by us doing this, like you know, the podcast and all that sure. kind of stuff. The again, like I, like I was saying, the big thing is just making sure that that I, that I give time to really develop this and not always be thinking of the next thing. That, that's another thing that I struggle with. It's like, it's always like, well, what's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah. Because of the same thing you talk about with mortality. Yeah. And and for me, it's also legacy. And it's like, I focus so much on 
like leaving something meaningful behind. Like, what's this big thing that I can do? Like, I don't, I don't have that much time here. Sure. Right. In the grand scheme of the way the world works, you know, I don't have that much. No one does, you know, but what is that thing that I can do, you know, to get there? And I think a lot of people fall into my trap of having to like getting themselves into multiple projects and multiple things to find. Right. That you forget that it still takes time to build something up. So... Did you ever watch like PBS when you were a kid or like, yeah. C-SPAN and shit? Yeah. You ever remember this motherfucker named Norm Abram? Norm he was, Abram. So he's a master carpenter out of like fucking Connecticut, man. Yeah. Like I used to get stoned and watch this dude build shit, man. <laughs> That's like, awesome. It was fantastic. So like I had this idea for ever since I got into like doing golf clubs. Yeah. Like um, Norm Abram is a master carpenter, mm-hmm. right? He focuses on the one thing that he is fucking excellent at, mm-hmm. right? But he, I'm sure he probably does stuff in his spare time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he's not always building fucking, like, end tables mm-hmm. and, like, and stuff. But the thing is, like, he focuses on the one thing that he is good at. Yeah. So the thing is that, like, maybe, and this is just, like, sure. me talking to you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you found what you're good at. Mm-hmm. You're probably just chasing something else. Uh, yeah, sometimes I wonder that. So the thing is, like, so I made a, I made a promise with my wife that like I would always like. So I, I told her I was like I'm gonna give therapy, three months. You got three months of my time. After that, whatever happens happens. So the thing is like I went through my therapy for three months. I did maybe one or two after that, but I was like, man, I was like, hey, I can't really fucking afford doing this yeah. and having a small business in my spare mm-hmm. time. So I was like, you know, I was like, I'm just gonna focus on trying to like be as super positive as I can, like reading these positive affirmations, bullshit like that. The thing is, like, also, like, I've got to let go of the pool. I can't mm-hmm. just go and talk to somebody and then not put it into practice. Yeah. But the thing is that, like, like in a weird way, like, I found what I'm good at. I, mean, I know good is a relative term, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, but I, I found what I feel comfortable with. Yeah. And I feel that, like, it is in my realm, but it is something I'm decent at. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, like, I'm not going to say I'm happy, but I'm sure as hell not as depressed as I was. Yeah. So I think a lot of it is that, like, for me, I found something that I was good at. Mm-hmm. And I'm just chasing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like with you, like, like I listen to the podcast day in and day out. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I pounded out five hours on Thursday. Right? Appreciate that, show. man. Awesome. Man, hey, if you're getting, if you're getting, like, yeah. if you're getting downloads, it's from this guy, man, for <laughs> sure. Like, I'm crushing it. Yeah. But I mean, like. It's really good to listen to it, but also, like, it's really cool that you all are, like, finding your voice and getting better as you yeah. go. Like, I mean, from the early episodes till now, like, yeah. it's so much better. Yeah. And I'm not saying they were trash before. Oh, I'm no, saying, we think they were trash. Well, but the thing is, like, <laughs> you're always going to be super hypercritical of yeah. your own stuff. Like, I'm hypercritical of stuff that I give to people after yeah. I build them. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I could have done that a little bit mm-hmm. better. But the thing is, like, that's because you're trying to hone yourself. You're yeah. trying to hone like Kalu, you're trying mm-hmm. to like, and so because you gave a piece of yourself to this podcast, I feel like like you're trying to chase something else a little bit. Yeah, and and truthfully, that that's I mean that is what's happening is that I'm I'm giving, a, a, I feel like I'm giving a lot of myself because it's funny people would say like, dude, you sound completely different when you're on the podcast versus when you're like out in the real world or whatever oh, you want to call it. And, and I, and I say that like there, in some cases I can somewhat agree, but it's because 
when I'm out, first of all, I'm in a sales-related role, right? Yeah. So sure. I'm always just kind of on. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's an opportunity or something like that. Yeah, I post, like, dumbass memes and shit like that on, online, but, like... Dank-ass memes. Yeah, dank-ass like. memes, dank exactly. Memes. <laughs> but, like, I'll, I'll... You know, I, I have that part of me, but, like, this right here, when, when I have the mic on, I can totally just, like, let stuff out. Sure. And I think that that is something that, again, and I've said it before, like, people just... They learn not to do it. It's not even so much that they 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 learn not to do it, like because no one wants to be exposed. People are afraid to take the mask off because yeah. they're afraid of what people would think about yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's kind of bad because like I think sometimes there should be a mask. I think sometimes there should be a mask where like if you're super racist, man, mm-hmm. put that mask on. Like, I want that mask to be on to be off. Uh, well, and I I say that because I I would rather, and it's just the type of person I am. I make a lot of calculations when I when I see someone. Sure. So I would rather save the brain power and be like, oh, I just I won't fuck with you because you're racist, rather than me allocating energy to trying to figure out whether or not you're racist or, or how racist is he. You I know can, what I'm saying? I can agree to that to a certain extent, but also like I think the thing is like if somebody is blatantly racist in front of me, like um, I don't I don't receive that too well. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I hope that you trip and fall into a blender. Oh, for like, sure. Like, 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 I hope that yeah. like, something happens in your entire bloodline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just gets erased. We don't need it. You know, yeah, we don't like, need you. you like, know. Uh, so that's so that's the reason why I say it. But like, honestly, like, man, everybody lives behind a mask. Like, yeah, everybody puts a mask on. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like for you for your work, you put a yeah. mask on mm-hmm. for work, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not saying that you're not Kalu. Yeah, you're just saying like this is the shit that pays my bills. Yeah, there's like, just another. I think there's multiple dimensions of us, and for sure. And I think that we fall into this. Like, we need to stop, in my opinion, like putting this stigma, if you will, on having. Like, you know, you've heard the concept of front and backstage behavior and all that kind of stuff. Like, we need to stop putting, like, a a stigma on that. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a certain way when you're in, when you're with certain people. Like, people will sit there and blast you over, like, oh, you're being fake. No. No. You're, like... I'm getting paid. Yeah, first of all, yeah, I'm getting paid. That's what it is, And second, like, I think that... And I, I made this, I made this comment to... Uh, to Brandon, I think it was in one of it was an episode that we did. I th- I said that like if we start viewing groups of people like um, like chemical compounds or something like that, like atoms, that like yeah, yeah, when you step in, how you are can radically change the composition. Of, you know, it can of become a, yeah, yeah, it can become a completely different element. Sure. And so, like a lot of these people that are like, oh, I'm just real. I'm myself all the time. No, 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 bitch. That's no. not cool. No. <laughs> that's not cool to be that's, that and, way. And you're probably gonna be working at Burger King. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you, be, <laughs> you can be real. Yeah. Over there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I think, so, like, it's funny because, like, I'm um, I'm a pretty honest person. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is that, like, when I go to work, like, I have to be professional. Yeah. Like, even though I'm in a, I'm in an industrial job, mm-hmm. I'm professional to yeah. a certain extent. But also, like, like that's to management and hire up people. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if it's somebody I work with, I'm gonna be like, yeah, yeah fuck you, man. Yeah, like, cheese dickery is yeah, always for allowed. Sure. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I think it's because, like, I know that that person has the ability to make it to where I don't pay my bills. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, I'm like, yes, sir, no, sir. But the thing is, like, when they leave, you're like, man, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, that's just, it's because, like, I have to be like that because I know that, like, what I'm doing mm-hmm. is, like, I mean, like, I'm a fucking indentured servant. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure, I've got sure. I've got to be able to pay my bills. Yeah. And, like, I always tell people that I work with, like, the only reason I come to work is because 
Like, I wouldn't do this shit for free. Like, mm-hmm. they have to pay me for me to show up. Yeah. I would not do it you for You would free. not do it for free. So, because of that, like, I got to put a mask on. Mm-hmm. I got to be all professional. And then, like, I can come home and be like, man, I work with a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah, like, you yeah. Know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you yep. have to do. Hey, but I think for me, though, like, I sometimes I wish that I can bring this, like, the way that I am and my thing. Because, I, I, again, I do feel like I found my thing here. Oh, right? for sure. And so... I wish that I can take that into the in, into my work world because, like, I think that we just need that kind of honesty with ourselves so much. Like, a lot of us don't want, they don't want, no one wants to expose themselves. Like, and I think that by exposing yourself, that's the best way to figure out how do I become more efficient, you know? Yeah. Like, when I used to work in, I used to work in the product development side of the company, right? Mm-hmm. And so... A lot of that, especially when I first started, was being like, hey, this sucks. Why are we doing this? It was I wasn't even nice about it. I was ripping band-aids off like, that's inefficient. That's that's stupid. I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah, and, and like there I mean, there were literally like people that I'd be like, Hey, there I would tell someone like, There's an app that does what they do. Like, why are we why are we worrying about that? You know, and so a lot of people get mad at me. Like I I pissed a lot of people off. And it it it, it was because like I was always told, like, technology doesn't care about your emotions. Like, progress doesn't care about your emotions. You're right. You know? And so, but the thing was, like, if we can rip that part off, it makes it easier for us to be like, all right, how can we how can we make it better? Sure. Like, it just makes it so, but everyone's got egos. It's everyone's not just egos. Got, people don't want to be, people don't want to be shown that they're wrong. Or yeah. That they're, or that they've done something yeah. wrong. Or that they could do their job better. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, like, some people really... And I'm, mean, I can I can easily do... I, and I have a boss that tells me, like, hey, bro, you ain't shit. You know, yeah, like, but chill it, out. You know what I mean? I think a lot of it, too, is, like, people don't want to be, like, put in the spotlight of saying, hey, you've done something wrong. Yeah. But also, like, they don't... They're okay with being mediocre. Yes. And the thing is, like, mediocrity yes. is good for other people. Yeah. But, like, I don't support it because the thing is, like, I'm trying to be the best version of mm-hmm. myself. Yep. And the thing is like, I'm broken as fuck. Yeah. But I'm still trying to be the best version yeah. every single day. Yeah. That doesn't matter if like, some days man, like I'm, like I'm waking up, I'm fucking crying, I'm like man, like this is the worst ever. Mm-hmm. I still go to work, I still try to be the best I can be that day. Yeah. The reason being is because like, A, it's just me and my wife and my fucking dog and like, I really don't care if she eats. I'm just saying that because like, <laughs> she doesn't, she doesn't like me. My dog yeah. doesn't like me. <laughs> But I mean, you sure I'm it's not a cat? Yeah, fuck, it feels like a cat. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like, I have to take care of my wife and my dog and yeah. myself in that hierarchy. Yeah. And unfortunately, like, I wish the dog was a little further down. But the <laughs> she, thing is, uh, she's the worst, man. Birdie's yeah. that's horse. But the thing is that, like, I have those responsibilities. Yeah. So, like, I just wake up, like, get clothed, I go to work. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? But the thing is, like, when I'm there, I know that I'm only there for the money. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty woman in. Like yeah. I'm only there for the money. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't give a fuck if they get off or not. I'm yeah. there for me. Yep. Because I got to make my own. Yep. And the thing is, like, that's where people start saying, "Well, it's okay to be mediocre." Yeah. Like, like where I'm at now is a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Like if if you forget that it's a stepping stone, yeah. you've gotten comfortable and you found a career. Yeah. And I and like and I don't want people to think that it's bad. To find your career. No, but no, no. I think that if we all took the mentality of like, this is a stepping stone, then mm-hmm. I feel like we would all work like 10 times harder. 
You know why it's called a stepping stone, right? Because you're on a fucking journey. You're on a journey. Yeah, Hell yeah, exactly. dude. That's, that's the reason that's, why it's a stepping that's stone. Perfect. Like that's why it's called a stepping stone. It's yeah. not because like it's a stopping stone. Yeah, it's like, not. That's, yeah, that's really good. Like, I'm about to steal that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I mean, like, I'll give you all the licensing rights. It's fine. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, stepping that, stones versus stopping stones. That's man. what it like, is, man. Like, and there's nothing wrong with like using something as a stepping stone. Like people, you know, I, I've again, I, I hate to keep talking about my boss, but one of the things that she does, I mean, like. When I was having, and I've again, I've said it on another episode. When I was like questioning what I wanted to sort of do mm-hmm. in life and in like work and stuff like that, she was just like, "Just talk to me. This is something that's supposed to happen to you. You know, you're in your sure. early thirties. Like, you're gonna start questioning like your purpose and all that kind of stuff. And so, if if you feel like this, if you want to do something different, like. Let's figure out how to do that. You know, let's figure out how to make sure that you're, you know, you're good here. Yeah. And then you can, you know, take things into a a better direction, if you will, because that could lead into a better direction with the company. But like, in my opinion, good bosses, good companies want to develop people because those people that you develop can go and do something greater, whether it's for your company or for just for the world in general. But it's great that she can see that too, because the thing is that like, I'll be honest with you, man, like. There's some people that I work with, and I'm like, dude, this motherfucker's going nowhere. Yes, like, dude, I've and seen they're people comfortable, like that. They're yeah. comfortable being nowhere. Yep. And the thing is, like, that's why, like, I go into work, like, like, I don't have like an amazing resume of really cool jobs. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, I just know that like this is getting me to the next place. Because yeah. the thing is, like, if you think about like jobs in general, like. If we were at a stopping stone, mm-hmm. me and you'd still still be working at fucking Target. We'd still be at Target. And I'd yeah. still I'd probably be the same way. The, yeah. The thing is like I'd be eating the fuck out of them cookies. Though, yeah, you know dude, what I'm those were fire, man. Food so, shout out to Food Avenue. Fuck dude. yeah, Food Avenue. Thank you, Target, for not only <laughs> helping me live because I ate all of your yeah. food for free. But also like giving me the experience. It taught me how to cook shit. like like a boss. Dude, though, dude. It, taught, it taught me how to talk to women. I'll yeah. tell you that. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. for sure. I used to go zone uh, lingerie afterwards, yeah. man. Oh, dude, I loved it, man. <laughs> that's awesome but I mean honestly like I think like if if you don't have that stepping stone and you don't see like 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 you've heard that Matthew McConaughey like where he was accepting the Oscar and he said that like he's chasing himself five yes. years from now yes like that shit will get you hyped it'll it'll yeah. choke me up a little bit though but I mean yeah. like, it'll get you hyped because he's wanting to do better yeah and he's looking long term and even mm-hmm. if it's long term but like relatively short term goals yeah but it's five years from now yeah that's amazing man like that's that's beautiful yes and I think a lot of people just get stuck with where they're at and they're like I guess this is what I'm gonna do yeah god and it sucks because like there's there's so much there are so many things out there to keep us comfortable not not I'm not even counting the paycheck, bro. Yeah. I'm not even counting the insurance and all that kind of stuff. There's just a lot of shit out there. Hey, we live in in Bowling Green, Kentucky. God, where cost like of living it, is fucking cheap. It's man. so cheap to dude, like I to have on the East a bunch, Coast, bro. Man, I'll never go back to that. Fucking <laughs> You're just like no, no, dude. Like gas was never under four dollars a gallon. Oh it was my never under God. six. Yeah, that's ridiculous, dude, like, man. Dude, we paid we paid like seven seventy five a month for a one bedroom apartment. There was literally an efficiency. Damn. That like, and it was in the Damn. hood, man. Like it was the crime rate was worse than Baltimore, and it was the serious? size of Smith's Grove. Oh my god, dude. dude yeah, that's was, not right. And I, you know, I envy a lot of my friends who live out in Cali and stuff like that. Like one of my good buddies. I mean, he, he, he like he's making stacks, but like his his rent at his apartment is four thousand dollars a month. Dude, man. Fuck that noise. You know what I'm Come saying? Here, like, I mean, you could own a you, trailer park bro, for four grand. Yeah, a month, dude, man. He, he like whenever he comes out here. 
he just he balls out like it's like it's like he's God or something like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Because like your opulence knows no boundaries when you come from a place like that and yeah. you're like, wait, what? It's you know, you guys have penny beer nights at your bars or something. You know what I'm saying? And so, Here's a thousand dollars. I don't like, plan please. on walking out of here, you know? Yeah. But I, mean, so I need honestly, someone to carry me out. But I think honestly, like I think if you become like You've heard the idea of like stagnant water, right? Like the idea. No. Of, oh. so, so the idea of stagnant water is that like it'll turn and, and it'll grow. Like oh, yeah. I mean, I got a pool, bro. Hell yeah, dude. I hate <laughs> so it. So the thing is, like, like stagnant water. Mm-hmm. If it's not moving, yeah, it's always going to become stagnant. Yep. It's gonna. And the thing is, like, it's it's gonna. It's only going to go up when it rains, and mm-hmm. it's only going to go down when it gets dry. Yep. The thing is with stagnant water is some people become fucking stagnant water. Yeah, dude. And the thing is, like, you know what comes around stagnant water is fucking mosquitoes, mosquitoes, flies, algae, motherfuckers like, that that feed off of stagnant yeah, water. Yeah, dude. So it's shitty people, man. Like, yeah. So you got to surround yourself with good people that like are going to keep you moving. Like, yes. I like people that will give me a reality check. Mm-hmm. And the fucked up thing is, I don't really need them too often because I'm pretty much down there. Yeah, all you're all pretty like, much down off all the time. I've got them under control. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, nobody's ever going to say anything to me yeah. that will A, hurt my feelings, mm-hmm. or B, that will ever bring me down a peg. Yeah. So the thing is, that, like, I would like somebody to say, like, hey, man, what you're doing is fucking wrong. Like, yeah. you're, like, doing something terrible. Good. Like, that's what you need. Yeah. You need somebody that's going to tell you that, but also be able to lift you up. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, I don't ever want to be stagnant water, man. Bruce Lee said you should always be water because it'll, it can cut through a rock. Yeah, it flow can take, like water. Yeah. It, can, it, can, it can take the form of a glass. Like, mm-hmm. fucking Bruce Lee. I mean, like... I mean, rest in peace, you know what I'm saying? But like, I mean, like the man had it, you know, like yeah, he was on dude, top of he it. Did. So he I, did. Think, I think that's where it is. Like you should be able to flow, but you should also be able to say like, this is what I'm good at and not be ashamed of it. Like, yeah, that's the big thing is not being ashamed of it. Cause and, I, and people like, it's funny when I listen to like Gary Vee, he would talk about the kids that, that we would like, these kids are making millions being good at something that they were once getting shamed for, which is like being good at video games. You oh, know what I'm sure. saying? What playing Fortnite, making millions of dollars. Fucking Call a, of Duty, man. making millions. Right. Kids making slime, making millions of dollars. Like, we need to get out of that mindset that people are going to talk shit about you. Like, I know that, I know that people talk shit about, like, us in the Salumas. You know what I'm saying? I get it. That's fine. But, like, it's it's hard to not be, like, it. well, I, I don't, I don't view them in a bad way anymore because the one thing that I have is like it's empathy <clears throat> excuse me it's empathy and it's because like if I if I wasn't living like following my dreams if I wasn't doing like the stuff like taking chances and stuff like that yeah. I'd be the exact same way I'd be finding ways I'd be nitpicking other people's shit you know what I'm For saying sure. because e- failing or not failing them doing their thing are finding their fucking thing, as this episode is called, like, it is a constant reminder that I did not do, I did not go on that journey. Them living that that truth or whatever you call it, it's a constant reminder while I sit there in my house or in whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, sit there on my couch or on my phone on Instagram looking at everyone else just sort of doing their thing, and I'm providing whatever commentary I want or something like that. That's a constant reminder, like, I didn't fucking take that chance or whatever. So I get it when they when they do that. And so I no longer get mad about it. So, but I, I think also the thing is, like, the haters are going to hate regardless. The thing is, like, like everybody's I don't even hate. call them haters. But, and, but, they're not, you know? but they're the type of people that just, like, they don't understand. Or they have no aspirations, so they want to bring you down in that yeah. stagnant water with them. Yeah. But the thing is, like, you're above it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
but the thing is like you always talk in the episodes about like chasing a legacy mm-hmm. and stuff like that and I know this is going to sound super deep from a real shallow guy. No oh, shit. But you get to narrate your own legacy that via is, this podcast. That is the and so that's it's awesome you said it because when we we some I, I sometimes listen like I said to older episodes because I just like to be like holy crap that's what you know what was going through my head at that time. You know what I'm saying? And so I can so, see my life kind of like this is this Changing. is crazy, man. So like, there was a I want to say it was a kicker. Don't mm-hmm. make me swear to it. It was a kicker, and like I'm not good with like football, man. But I'm pretty sure it was a kicker. He um he got like some like real like bad disease or mm-hmm. something. I can't remember what it was, and like he became like a paraplegic. Like, Damn. And, like so really? like it was it was really bad. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was for the Saints, mm-hmm. but uh, I can't really remember. Either way, whatever happened. So his wife got pregnant mm-hmm. while this is all going on. So he started making videos. And I want to say he's still alive or may yeah. have just recently passed. Mm-hmm. One of the two. Because I remember seeing the news or something. Yeah. But he literally, like, was making videos to leave a legacy. Yeah, man. For his to tell child. a story. So the thing is that, like, you're not leaving a legacy just for, like, your family or, like... Yeah. Like, you're leaving it for the world. That's so the, And that's the hope. So that's the thing is that, yeah. like, regardless of, like, how you feel about, like, what's going on currently in this in your life mm-hmm. like you're looking so far ahead that like it's like you can't see the forest for the trees you know what I'm yeah saying? Like you're looking yeah. like you're thinking like man i gotta do something else something mm-hmm. else something else i'm not telling you to become stagnant water yeah. what i'm saying is like you're already there sure you're sure. just you're just thinking like i want to do something else to create that legacy mm-hmm. even further mm-hmm. and i think if you get that mentality you probably wouldn't focus so much on Four thousand things. Yeah, probably trying go down to own to it. Up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm that, and that—that's where it, literally what I need to as, really be focusing more on. As funny as it sounds, man. Like, I, I, like I've said this like once or twice, but I, I honestly think that you are like an entrepreneur for legacy. Really? Like, like I like because the thing is like you're so focused on it. Yeah. That like you're trying to do everything you can to get uh-huh. it out there. Versus like sometimes, man. Like. Like, think about, like, Dr. Seuss. Like, that motherfucker's got a legacy, and all he did was yeah. write shit that, uh, yeah. like, rhymed, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, he's kind of a pervert, too, from what I've read. Oh, I mean, really? Like, Damn. That's pretty cool, though. You yeah. Know? Like, <laughs> you'd expect it, man, you know? You kind of do expect someone to be a perv, <laughs> um, like, yeah. But, I mean, the thing is that, like, honestly, like, if you're an entrepreneur for legacy, like, yeah. from, that's how I view you. Sure. The thing is that, like, you're already making a difference now. Think about, like, if that is exponential sure. further down the road, you know? Sure. Because the thing is, like, let's say it only takes one or two podcasts, mm-hmm. maybe this episode right here to get the fucking jump off. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then this becomes, like, like national. Let's say it gets, mm-hmm. like, national. Then at that point, like, you're already reaching more people than what you thought. Yeah. So at that point... It, you know, it, it's it, it's really interesting. Like, just uh, probably... I think it was last week, I, I checked our our stats and I was like, man, we have, you know, over 8,000 downloads. Yeah. Now, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, how the hell is this You're like, welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I just got, I just got this shit on repeat. But like, it's, it's just sitting there like, how in the world do you sort of handle that kind of stuff? You know what I'm saying? So like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the idea of winning the lottery. If you mm-hmm. think about it, like people have to like understand how to win the lottery. Yeah. The thing is like, you've won the lottery in, doing something that you love. Yeah. So the thing is like, you're trying to understand how to take it. Yeah. And so I think that's the thing. And you're right. And like, it is kind of like how to, how to take it, how to understand it. And then I want to like, and it's not, again, it's, 
I want more people to hear our stuff, not because it's about numbers or exposure. Mm. It's because I want something that I said or something that I didn't say to spark something in someone so that yeah. they do something great. Like I have I have multiple people that will respond to something that we've said, right? Mm. And they would have been like, Oh, I wish I was on for that episode, you know? And or they didn't like something that I said. And it's like, cool. Let's talk about it, but they don't go forward to talk about it. I'm like, dude, it's not. It's not like I don't want anyone to come on to, to like to challenge anything. No, it's the fact that this could be an opportunity for me to learn. This could be an opportunity for you to learn. And the problem that's going on in society right now is that we're throwing away those opportunities because everyone wants to stay in their echo chambers. If you don't like some shit that I said, it's safer to just be like, oh, he's a fucking idiot, and just yeah. be in your own thoughts as opposed to being like, hey. Let's go and talk about that. I think a lot of people just don't want to, like, they don't want to be challenged. Yeah. But also, they don't want to be an open-minded person to say, yeah. like, maybe they are right. Because some yep. people have this idea that, like, well, because my grandfather said it was right, it's mm-hmm. right. Like, mm-hmm. that's just some horse shit, man. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, in my opinion, I think that in any way, shape, or form, if you can have an open mind and listen to anything, yeah. then you're going to be better off because of it. Yeah. Even, it, even yeah. if it goes in Especially one way. Especially if, if it's like, <clears throat> if you are not afraid to be wrong about something. Like, here's the thing. Like, <clears throat> a lot, of, we, we joke that, like, I like being right, you know? But it's, it's not about being, like, I've had, like, debates or whatever you want to call it with people, right? But it's, I can... Intent is everything, right? And when I'm having a talk with someone and their intent is to school me or something like that, I'm like, I was on speech team. Like, I don't, like, this doesn't need to be that kind of talk. Yeah, it doesn't. I think. Like, this isn't, this isn't court. We're not, we're not, no one's on trial here. What you're trying to do is meet people on an even. Let's meet people. Yes, let's meet on an even thing. Like, the only way to do that is that we have to throw our egos away we have to throw away like all the other shit and like yeah. let's have a raw conversation. If it gets heated, it gets heated. That's fine. But like at the end of the day, we should both be finishing the conversation, not exhausted, but we should be fucking just amped that we just yeah. we made sausage. You know what I'm saying? Like we but, had a talk. But I think that the idea is that some people and I'm not I'm not gonna speak for everybody, but I think some people really have the problem of being able to separate personal stuff yeah. and look at it from a um like an outside view. Yeah, like, like a macro. Like, so a lot of it for, like, when it comes to, like, political stuff, like, mm-hmm. I always try to tell people, like, you're looking at it from a distance. Yeah. Bring it back home. Yeah. Think about if it happened to your if, to your wife, yeah. to your daughter, something like that, and then all of a sudden shit changes. Yes. And so they look at it in a different light. And, I mean, that's really just a basic way for me to say, like, hey, man, like, stop looking at it from a distance. Yeah. Let's start bringing it and start talking about it close. Yeah, man, that changes everything, dude. Like, I had a, uh, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I had a conversation with someone, it was it was a long time ago, it was over our, um, there was one episode where I think Chris, or I, I might have said it, like there was a thing that was going on, it was like in, <clears throat> I can't remember what country it was, but we're, we're totally like veering off, and I just want to say a story, but like, someone was like, what they call man-spreading, right, they're sitting on a train or whatever with their legs yeah. open or whatever. And I think some, I remember that. Okay, and okay. someone was like pouring shit, like bleach on their pants and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was a thing like saying like men don't, you know, don't do that shit. And I said like, if I don't care, man, woman, who you are, 
If you do some shit like that, you're getting uppercut. You yeah, know for I mean? sure, for sure. And it wasn't like I, when I was having the discussion with the person, they were like, they came at it from a thing of me promoting violence against women. And I was like, no, that's not what it is. It's like if you pour bleach on someone's pants on purpose, instead of saying, hey, bro, like, do you know, screw your legs or whatever, like, if you pour bleach on someone's pants, be prepared to get your ass whooped. It, it, Point blank, period. And in the, the the perspective for me, I'm like, you see a dude that's coming off of work. This may be his only pair of pants. Yeah. This may be his only work pants. Like, he can't wash these. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, he has to get up the next day and, and do his thing. And he just wants to sit down and, like... He's he's just got let so him breathe, man. Just I mean, and no one's gonna like if you have yeah. big nuts, like it's it is kind of hard. Oh, like just how man. some girls with huge ass titties, like man. they have their thing. I got titties for balls, man. <laughs> like, it looks like I'm smuggling grapefruit. <laughs> hilarious, but they have you know they have that that kind of thing, and it's yeah. like the last thing that a dude is thinking about. And I get it. You don't want to inconvenience people, but like when you see someone that, and maybe he maybe he was like being a fucking like dude yeah. about it, but like. The last thing that someone is is probably thinking about in a situation like that is trying to stunt on some ladies, man. They're just yeah. fucking... Like, if I'm exhausted, yeah. I, the way I'm sitting right now, like, you yeah. say I'm manspreading, but I'm just... Like, the weight of the world or the weight of shit is just on my shoulders, yeah. and I just... And to pour bleach on your fucking pants, bro? Like, so, when I was thinking about that, like, that's sort of where I was coming from. I still see their other point, you know sure. what I'm saying? But, like, it you you have to be able to see things on a macro, like, or bring it to, to a internal thing, not just your internal side. Yeah. You have to bring it to, like, put yourself in the pan- pants, or the, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. in the shoes yeah. of another person, and think of all the different possibilities right there. And that would make you want to be like, all right, let's find out some more information, like why this happened, as opposed yeah. to like quickly reacting. On and it. I think a lot of people get so heated in like the moment they think of that singular thing that you're talking yeah. about, and they're not thinking of like, if somebody came up and poured bleach on me, yeah, there's there's a they don't care about your well being, yeah, and they don't know if you have a, you have a skin a, condition yeah, or a skin condition, yeah. Or let's say that like let's say that like I alter like I alter whatever mood or whatever you're yeah. in. If mm-hmm. I alter that. There has to be a consequence. Yeah. So if, yeah, if you get hit in the face, like, that's the consequence. That's, that's like, the consequence, It's man. just, it is what it is. Like, yeah. if my if my wife mouths off to some dude and somebody hits her, like, that's just, she just got hit. I can't save her <laughs> yeah. from that. Like, I mean, you could, you, you know, you could try to put the dude up for that, but nah, yeah. Man, <laughs> no, I'm a soft guy, man. Like, I'm real doughy. <laughs> Jess seems like she can fight, though. Dude, she punched me in the throat one time, man. Like, that broad is for real, dude. <laughs> She kicked my knees out from underneath me and said, "Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch." Oh my like, god, she dude. is a G, man. Oh my god, that's yeah. hilarious. But I mean, honestly, like I, I understand where you're coming from that because I think sometimes people really like they they only look at it in this in this microcosm. They yeah. don't look at it yeah. as a greater being, yeah. and they say, "Well, what got them to that point yeah. to where they wanted to pour bleach yes. on them?" And and you know, I even I slipped up on a moment like that before, like when those kids were from. Covington Catholic were, you know, oh, doing yeah. that shit, you know, like, I, I don't, I don't care even about like, okay, I can't say I don't care because facts are, you need to have like as much information as possible. Sure. But sometimes, man, when you, when you live in a world and, and like, I see a lot of racism, you know what I'm saying? I see a lot of people with privilege and all that kind of stuff. I don't react to it. I know that it's there. Oh, for sure. You know, but it's like, but I just see things a little bit differently. 
And like, I just was like not feeling that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I reacted mm-hmm. when I was like, when, when that shit came up, I was like, I hope I wish nothing but the worst on these fucking kids. Like, and it like more info came out, you know, every news outlet was wrong, you know, and it turned, it, it turned for a lot of people into a thing of like right and wrong. Yeah. Like it turned into a, like a thing of everyone wanting to win. I wasn't scared of being like wrong about something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wasn't scared of that, but like I wanted to figure out like why, what happened to get us to a point where there's these crazy black dudes or whatever, like saying shit to these boys or something like that. But there's also these boys, th- their school has a history. Yep. They have a history of racism, of being in blackface at basketball games when they're playing against teams that have yeah. black kids on them. Well, like they also, have. They're also wearing hats that say, Make America Great. Yeah. Too, you know what I'm saying? And like, that shit like, triggers a, people like a motherfucker. Well, I mean, you like, know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like if you're not going out to look for a fight, don't look for a don't fight. Don't look you for know a fight. Like, like it's. Yeah. And, and the thing is, in those situations, like in the world we live in, yeah. like. I think empathy goes a long way. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I cannot, I can't say what it's like to be you. Yeah. You know, like, handsome and black. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> you got a big old dick, though. You know what I mean? But I mean, the thing is, like, I, can, I don't know what it's like to be you. The yeah. thing is, you don't know what it's like to be me. Exactly. The thing is, like, I can only have empathy for you, mm-hmm. and then you can only have empathy for exactly. me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The thing is that, like, at the end of the day, like, I can respect you, and mm-hmm. things like I really hate it when people say they're colorblind. Yeah, like, that shit. No, like, that, I don't I, buy that. Shit. I, I don't, don't see it. color. No, motherfucker, I see color. Like the thing is, like, I absolutely see color. Because the thing is, like, if I have to describe somebody, yeah, like color is going to be one of those things. Yeah, I'm sure as fuck not going to call them colored though. Yeah, like yeah, these motherfuckers right. around here saying, yeah, like, all that color. I'm like, who the fuck is he yeah, a crayon? Dude. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> but the thing is, that, like, I think a lot of people don't have empathy for others. Yes, and they don't see it. They they just have that trigger reaction. Yes, you're just like, hey man, like you gotta you gotta like yeah. take it down. And it's second. hard to do that. Oh, it's hard to. <clears throat> it's really hard because we're we're a society where like we find strength in numbers. When you have people that are equally pissed off about something, like yeah. it's just easy to go in there. You know, it's real hard to just be like, hey, let's let's evaluate, let's see. And I again, I got caught up in that. That's yeah. just how I mean, that's human nature. But you own that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think that. But the thing is, like, it's funny <clears throat> because. It's easy for you to own it through the podcast because that's what you the say, thing, yeah. Because what you say is on the record. It's forever. on the record. But yeah. the thing is, the guys that say stuff mm-hmm. and and say um, really terrible things behind a closed door, yeah. those are the ones They'll, that I worry yeah. about the most because yes. they're not they're they're trying to mingle in and mm-hmm. try to try to infiltrate like whatever like the harmonious thing that we can get. You know, like yes, dude. that's that's fucked. Yes, yes. So we've we've gone and like I, I'm so happy that you jumped on here. Give give our listeners something, give them something about finding your thing. You've obviously found yours. You know what I'm saying. I'll be honest, like um, it is, it is probably the most freeing thing I've felt mm-hmm. for for myself. Like I can't equate it to anything else because I don't know anything else. Like yeah. um, I just feel like honestly, like it is the most freeing thing because like I feel like a I'm good at something, mm-hmm. but also like I have more purpose out of. Instead of just being like a part of a unit, yeah. Like I have purpose because I'm married, mm-hmm. but now I have purpose as an individual, yeah. And that's to make dope shit yeah. and play golf, yeah. That's yeah. really that's what's like up. that's what it is, like, yeah. And I, again, it, what what it comes off to me is like finding your fucking thing doesn't have to be so complicated. No, man, and you, you simplify like it there. You just said I'm doing dope shit and I get to play golf. Yeah, and the you thing know? is, like, I don't give a fuck if you want to crochet shit, man. Yeah. As, long, as long as it frees you and you feel good with it, like, yes. I mean, like, that's what it is. Yeah, 
I think of like my my wife. She has a thing that she does, and I tell her, man, I wish like I wish you would start a business with it, but that's just not her thing. I'm not taking driver's yeah. you know, driver's seat of her life, but she has these things that she calls a uh, stress wreaths. And so like she that like when you when you walked in my yeah, house yeah, and yeah. you see that big fucking like there's a wreath right there up there. Well, her mom made that one, but she can make shit like that. These big beautiful wreaths, but she makes them when she's stressed out. Oh man! And they just look. They look incredible. That's awesome. Or she'll make like cake pops for people, and she nice. she like kills that shit. You know what that's I'm saying? Awesome, man. And I'm just like, that's her thing because every, for her, shit is tied into emotion. You yeah. know what I'm saying? For me, it's just like, how do I? You know, I have these delusions of grandeur and you know legacy and just like that, but it's it's emotion for her, and for her to put that emotion into art or into some kind of yeah, a craft, I'm something like, positive. That's your thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so the cool thing with that is like, um, like. So in that same way, like what I'm trying to do is like I'm trying to get a bunch of golf clubs together, yeah, and I'm gonna try to make them for kids in this. Bro, area. that'd be so cool. So like, so the thing is like for me is like it's not about like the financial aspect of yeah. it. It's the fact that like I'm giving myself out a little yes. bit. Yes. So the thing is like, yeah, some guy's gonna get mad and break that thing, but yeah. now he knows a guy that can fix mm-hmm. it. But the thing is that like at the end of the day, like I'm trying just to better the game and better myself. So yeah. whatever way that. like whatever shape or form that takes that's what i'm gonna do hell yeah so because of that like what i'm doing is like i really like i just try to find golf clubs Mm -hmm. and then like i'm trying to cut them down and like um, i got to build one like uh about a week ago for for this kid i think he's like six years old man it was the coolest shit just because he's little and he was lefty that was awesome yeah that's cool the thing is that like i'm i'm looking at it in the aspect of saying like I'm just trying to do something that's positive. Yeah. And it's for me. It's selfish. It's only for me. Like, if somebody else has, like, a byproduct, that's great. But Mm -hmm. it's selfish because it's for me. Yeah. So, like, I find solitude in it. Yeah. I mean, like, when I found what I'm doing, thanks to my wife and my friends who really pushed me in that direction. Yeah. Like, I wasn't really there personally, but I was like, fuck. Like, now I'm there and I'm like... Thank God, like, I mean, I'm not Michael Phelps swimming, but at yeah. least I'm not holding on to the pool. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know like, finding your thing, in a in a way, it's a, or finding your fucking thing. There's finding your thing, and then there's finding your fucking thing. Oh, for sure. For and sure. finding your fucking thing is, I think it's it's a form of self-care. And, yeah. And one of the things that we, we've said it, and, and it's all over the place, is that self-care is not me first. It's me too. Yeah. And when you have that, like, mentality of, like, me too, it's... You can, I feel like there is, there's not, it takes a lot of the pressure off. Like when you find your thing, there shouldn't be any pressure. Yeah. It's just you going and, and doing that, you know? Yeah. And it's really cool because like now, like, um, like with, with the business that I have, yeah. um, like I really get to enjoy like what I do. Like it's not a chore. Like it's yeah. not like, it's really something like to some people it's probably like very like mediocre or it's probably like more of a hobby to somebody mm-hmm. else. But to me, like it's a passion because yeah. like I'm decent at it. Like I'm good at it and I'm I'm happy that I'm able to put product out yeah. that people like. Yeah. And I mean if they keep coming back that's great. But if I did a good enough job, mm-hmm. I may only see them once or twice a year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's because I'm doing a good job. That's what's up. Then. So like that's that's how it is. Like I'm not looking for the ROI on that because yeah. I'm getting my ROI as soon as as soon as I get to work on it, like, that's what's up. That's that's the ROI for me every time. Cool. So where can people find you, man? I know we shout you out, but go yeah. ahead and let them let so, it out. So uh, you can hit me up at heftyleftyclubworks.com because uh, that's what I do. Uh, I've also got uh, Hefty Lefty Club Works on Instagram, Hefty Lefty Club Works uh, on Facebook, um, and uh, probably you can find my information on a bathroom stall somewhere. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure that's probably going to happen. But um, honestly, like, uh, I mean, if you go to any, like, 
golf shop, they already yeah. know me. So that's what's up. I just say ignorant shit. That's all it is. Cool man. guys, this is this was fun, man. I had a I had a good fucking time. Like yeah. I needed this. Yeah. I totally needed this. But dude, I appreciate you jumping on and just chilling and making sausage with me. Like I've got a, I've got shit that I need to think about now. You yeah. know? Yeah. So I'm just like I need to slow down yeah. and really channel everything. And yeah. and truthfully, this really inspires me because I want to now like do more and I'm doing air quotes like interviews with people of just uh, just having a separate series of just finding your fucking thing and just yeah. talking to people about what it's like doing their doing whatever it is they're doing and having raw conversations like this man we, I, I feel like we do need more of that yeah I well, really do I mean like as an avid listener like mm-hmm. I mean there's not much that you guys have put out that I don't enjoy because sure. the thing is like it may not be it's not just the content; it's the fact that you all are putting yourselves into it, and I yeah. respect that a lot. Sure, sure. Like, so, it, 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 not every episode has to be a banger. Yeah. But the thing is, like for me, yeah, it's as a listener, I love the fact that you all are putting yourselves into it. So cool. Like, just keep keep crushing it, man. Like, man, I appreciate that. And you do the same. You keep crushing your shit. So, guys, appreciate your time. Uh, it's a, like I said, sausage making episode. If you got any questions, don't hesitate to hit us up. If you got some shit that you want to talk about, like uh, some, if you found your fucking thing. And you want to talk to us about it. I don't care what it is. If it's crocheting, if it's doing some kind of art, if it's working out, or just living life better. Just have If you've had some kind of epiphany, fucking let's talk about it. Because I think that there's other people that can hear something like this too. So with that, I appreciate it. You guys whoop all the ass. And we're actually going to be recording another episode tomorrow with like me, Chris, and Brandon. So uh, get ready for that shit too. So take care.